sin, please ask me to repeat myself. I really hate the way I talk. I don't mind having cerebral palsy. I don't mind any of that stuff. It's just my voice. I'm not able to control it the way I'd like to. The telephone is really difficult because people think you're drunk or you're in distress or there's something wrong or else they think you're a prank call. So the telephone is a nightmare. For motor, press 1. For household, press 2. For business and police insurance, press 3. Please press four. If I had to choose the way I talk, I think it would be neutral. I think I would love a kind of a steady accent. For information on how to use voicemail management features, press six. For help, press zero. To exit, please hang up. It would sound confident or that I was in control or that... You could trust someone with my voice. Next stop, four courts. And here start then, the Karakortala. People's voice tell a lot about the person they are. If they're strong and authentic, I try not to use big words because I take my breath away and it's too long to get them out. If they're strong, it usually means they're very good at giving directions and then manage the situation. Your attention please, ladies and gentlemen. We're due to arrive at Houston Station, Dublin, shortly. Please have your luggage ready and ensure that you take all your personal belongings with you. Houston Station is the terminus for this train. Thank you for travelling with Irno there. If somebody is soft and gentle and sensitive, it means they're not going to be much use. And for the house. Sometimes we don't try to have a conversation in public. Sometimes we don't try to have a conversation in public. And there's background noise, and you're trying to compete, and the other person loses interest because it takes too long to finish a syllable or a word, let alone a sentence. So that's 
very frustrating and very embarrassing. Sometimes in a shop or in a bank or even in the cinema when you're buying your tickets, I pretend I can't talk. Because it's easier, you just point and you have your money in your hand. that the transaction doesn't involve any verbal interaction. Yeah, I know it's a bit ignorant. And I know I can't talk. But it saves me all the embarrassment. Lord and all the times. People keep saying, what? What? What are you saying? I don't understand what you're saying. You're taking too long. Hurry up. Say it again. And you get exhausted. And then you don't bother talking. Bridget, how long are we friends? Rosalind, we're friends about three years. Your speech impediment, I suppose, where I notice it most is when we're in a crowded place. And it's very difficult to hear you and it's very difficult for you to be heard, especially when we're out ordering food. People I've encountered are so rude, they almost go directly to speak to me rather than to speak to you. But then when you do make contact with them, it's very hard for you to make yourself understood. What's it like to watch? It's extremely difficult because I'm torn in between saying, you know what, stick it and we're leaving. And just, I suppose, being respectful of your wish to eat there. Over the years I've learned to ask, particularly my disabled friends, if we're out in company, I say, you tell them what I mean, or you interpret for me. And my friends sometimes say, no, just say it again, and they know what you mean. And that pisses me off. And then I feel my secret is out. And then they've done my friends. See, the problem is it is not straightforward. Sometimes you want people to finish the sentence, or you want people to interpret what you're saying. But then other times, you just want to own your own voice and be allowed to finish the sentence and be given that time. And then other times you think it doesn't matter what I have to say anyway. 
So I'm not going to say this. Catherine, how long are we friends? I suppose we must be friends a dozen, 15 years. There have been occasions when you've been chatting away and the people that we're talking with don't know what you're saying and they need you to repeat it or you realise they don't know or you realise you're not getting through because of your speech impediment. And consciously, I think, I've trained myself to just step back and leave you. Usually it works out and sometimes you look at me and give me the nod or we'll even say, tell them. (laughs) And so I fill it in because I I don't have any difficulty in understanding it. Sometimes I can remember slightly feeling a bit irritated that the people weren't tuning in properly. <laughs> they weren't, you know, I always felt it was their fault for not kind of giving, putting in more of an effort, stepping back a little, but that's probably being mean on my part or protective of you. My family, they all talk with a travel accent, but they tell me... I have a Dublin accent, which I hate. Not that I hate Dublin accent, but I don't want to have one. And I wasn't born here. I did, as a child, have a lot of speech therapy, but I didn't like it. I felt... They were trying to get rid of my Pavi accent. And that was over 20 years ago, so I imagine speech therapy has changed. But I wouldn't want to do it now. Part of me kind of likes the way I talk when I don't have to talk, if that makes sense. What I mean is my voice... It's me. It's who I am. It's the life I've lived. So why would I want to kind of modify or change that now?